Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Texas Hill Country Fishing Report with Greg Wielander of Upstream on the Fly. How you doing, Greg? Well, hi Marvin. I'm I'm doing awesome. You know, it's um, it's my favorite time of year. You know, I always say there are not enough days in the month of October. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I'm a I'm a big fall trout fishing fan. Yeah, well, down here in Texas, um, we're chasing the bass, and um, you know our temperatures have been running in the 80s for, for daytime highs, and our overnight lows have been in the 50s. So it's starting to cool the water. The bass start to know it's winter's coming up, um, and we've had no rain. Um, for the last two weeks and we've got no rain in the forecast for for seven days so that means um everything's coming together water clarity weather's perfect just to be outside and uh and the fish are chewing you know um we just had a full moon back on october 1st so i'm glad that's out of the way Um, sometimes it affects the bite um but you know fish still have to eat but at least now we're beyond the bright nights um because we've had no cloud covers it's been sunny and um, things are only going to get better as we get into October. So today we're going to visit about the lower Colorado, east of Austin and, and Atlanta, and, of course, our highland lakes, such as Lake Travis. So the loco, as, as we call it, um, just east of Austin, downstream of, of Austin, the uh, water clarity has, has been great um, as a result of not having, you know, rain and runoff. Um and the, and the dam release has it's not been bad. You know, it's, it's been, you know, one little peak during the day, but the, uh, the water flow has been spot on and, uh, it's top water time. I thoroughly enjoy fishing top water and having my customers fish top water. So, um, it's that time of year where they're also eating crawfish, crawfish and shad. So as we start to get those longer cold snaps, which we have not had yet, um, you know, the crawfish bite really starts to turn on as well. Um, so let's go out west to the Lana River. You know, we've been running about 80 CFS, maybe up to 90 from Mason all the way down to, to, to Lano. And that's good. Those are good numbers. It's not not a huge amount of water, but it's it's got a good flow to it. So there's plenty of oxygen in the water. And, um, you know, the Guadalupe bass population is incredible out on the Lano. And... They're still keying into to the river minnows. Um, and we'll talk a bit about that here in a few minutes about tips and techniques. But, uh, let's go up on the, um, up on the Highland Lakes. And, you know, Lake Travis is, is one of the clearest of the reservoirs out of our Highland Lakes and the fish are, they're up shallow now and they're eating. So, um, school is back in session, I guess you'd say, um, in one form or the other, you know, Hunters, hunting started, you know, we've got various, uh, what dove season and we've got bow season started and, uh, a lot of your deer hunters are getting ready for the November 1st opener. So what I mean there is rec, you know, traffic, boat traffic is down uh, on the lakes and even down at the Texas coast. Um, so people are doing more things than just fishing. So, um, it reduces the number of people out on the water, which is awesome. Um, Travis is, been fishing well for top water and uh, streamers later in the day. So this time of year, the, the bass are kind of chasing the shad. They're moving shad a lot, and uh, the bass have come out of their deep water haunts, so they're all up up shallow. 
making it ideal for a, a fly fisherman. So as we get into the month of October, the bass will start pushing that shad back farther in the creek channels, going back into the coves. But as of right now, over the last couple of weeks, the fish are all out towards the main lake, but they're all along the, uh, the rocky shorelines. So, you know, I'm going to say the next three weeks from now is some of the best bass fishing on Lake Travis is in regards to quantity of fish. You know, it's, it's always fun to catch a lot of fish. Um, and some of the fish have been pushing three to four pounds. So um, it's, it's a great time to be outside. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So how does all that translate into kind of tips and techniques? Yeah, so the lower Colorado River, um, the streamers, you know, a- anything that's going to be shad bait fish driven, um, whether it's, you know, micro game changers is, is one of my favorites. Uh, you know, a Murdich minnow um, fished on a sinking line, you know, I'll generally fish that on an intermediate line if I'm not getting them up the top, but, uh, you know, clouds or minnows, you know, they're not, they're not specific. If it's chartreuse white, gray, white, olive white, um, I recommend the larger sizes, like a size two, because the shad are, you know, we're at the end of the growing season for shad and you're not looking at as small of a shad. They're, they're a little bit bigger. So, um, you're trying to match the hatch. So think about a three inch long shad. So, um, Kind of go with the size two, you know, and big deceivers, you know, all your color combos, white, chartreuse white, gray white, um, and even don't be afraid to try pink. Um, you know, pink or, or as the bass guys back in the BASS tour would call it bubble gum. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll type of bass candies in, in pink at this time of year, um, especially when the water clarity is better and and that's what it is right now um with the cooler temperatures you know and no runoff from the rains the uh the water just clears up ideal um for the fly rotter Um, but also crayfish patterns so some of the biggest crayfish i've ever seen in my life are on the lower colorado river so you can't go too big with a crayfish pattern um except the ability to cast the fly um and, you know, your bright oranges, with a little bit of brown or, or black mixed in. Um, and once again, I, I tie up a lot of bass candies. And, you know, if you're, if you've never tied a bass candy, I'm, I'm sure there's a recipe out online, but basically what a bass candy is, it's a zonker strip around four inches long, um, tied on a stinger type of hook. I, I like to use a stinger hook and, um, we've got a few rubber legs coming out the back. And maybe twice as many, like four, six rubber legs up front with a uh, dumbbell eye for weight. And I'm tying it on a white gap stinger hook like a Gamagatsu D10S stinger. And um, I'm using a larger size, like a one or a one-aught. Um, and, of course, I'm having my clients throw that on an eight weight um, since it is a uh, fairly large fly. Um, but on a smaller pattern, you know, a near-enough crayfish in, in size four, definitely gets it done. Um, and that way you can maybe jump down to six weight and bright orange this time of year. Okay. Um, your crayfish population on the lower Colorado are, are going to be in your orange flavors. Okay. So stay away from olive and brown. Don't go with orange, but the month of October is, is awesome for top water. So any, any top water popper, 
you know, in your larger sizes, okay, don't, don't be going out on the Colorado with, you know, size eights or, or some of the smaller sizes. You want to throw some of the biggest poppers that, that are on the market or the biggest ones that you tie. Um, and deer hair sliders um, is another good fly. Um, but I was talking about the Murdich minnow, you know, as a streamer, which I'll fish on an intermediate line. But at this time of year, I'll fish a Murdich minnow or, or my clients will, you know, of course, be fishing the Murdich minnow um, on a floating line. And that's kind of how, um, you know, one of my clients had opened my eyes to the Murdich minnow several years ago. And he was fishing it um, on a floating line. And um, it's just kind of working right below the, uh, the surface of the water. And it resembles the big old uh, big shad. And uh, the Guadalupe bass just, just love it. So, um, you know, this time of year in October, the topwater bite can go all day long. So, um, so don't stop fishing until the fish stop responding um, and switch off to your streamers. Okay, the Llano River. So once again, you know, on the streamer side of things, um, it, it's all been bait fish. Um, you know, the minnow patterns. Just try to replicate your minnows. Um, you know, chartreuse and white clousers. You know, natural colors. Um, I'm tying up some uh, clousers in tan over white, and I'm using fox hair. Okay, so it's kind of a tan over white, um, very natural colored uh, clouser minnow. Um, but Top water, a white bugle bug, um, you know, um, like a size, well, I'm going to say a larger size. So I think uh, you can get like a size four. Um, unless you tie your own flies, then you could um, use a double barrel popper or something. Um, but yeah, anything that's bait fish driven for your top water bugs, um, prefer the Llano River. Now, the Highland Lakes, you know, I was talking about Lake Travis and, uh, you know, all the lakes in the series of, of the Highland Lakes, um, fish pretty similar this time of year. Um, so your streamer patterns, you're going to be replicating your shad. So your chartreuse white, olive white, um, are, are kind of my favorite colors. And, um, you know, once again, you know, game changers, clousers, deceivers, um, they're not real specific. It's, it's, it's more so make that fly resemble you know a shad pattern is, is really what you're looking for um and i'm i'm doing mostly floating lines this time of year you know if things get a little slow i'll, I'll pull out a sinking line and uh maybe put on a crawfish and try to work a little deeper water but um crayfish patterns in orange are also working well um up on the rocky shorelines and i've i've been seeing a fish um up in like gosh a foot of water and that's that's pretty incredible for this time of year, especially Travis. It's such a clear body of water, um, but they're looking for food. They, they're, they're eating really good, and the next three weeks on Travis uh, will be some of the best fishing all year. So um, floating lines, shad patterns. And then if you want to jump over to top water, which, you know, I've been catching plenty of fish on top water, and, and I'll stay with the top water as long as the fish are, are responding. Um, but Lefty's popping bug. Um, it, it's, it's an older pattern, been around for a long time, but it's a longer, narrower popping bug. Okay. So once again, that's imitating a bait fish pattern, like a shad or something up on top. And, um, and they're, they're professionally tied. You can buy them in yellow or chartreuse. 
but and and a double barrel popping buck you know um if you have any of those and just a plain white um put some deer hair out the back and uh maybe spin a feather on the on the back or or a, uh, a little dubbing brush and, and that's it nothing nothing fancy but um they are looking up for for shad um, but that's it marvin um there's there's the start of fall in the texas hill country well, that sounds super promising, and I we've got a question this time around from Bill, and Bill wanted to know, um, Greg, if it's possible on like a one to two day trip to target cichlids and Guadalupe bass on the same trip. Yes, yes, it is. Um, you know, Bill, um, this time of year, everything's eating well um, as far as you know, chasing our flies. Um, the cichlid bite will start to slow down. Okay. The later we get into the year. Okay. So the month of October, cichlid fishing is still strong. It's still good, but you'll see that to start to slow down once we start getting those stronger cold fronts. Um, so I'm going to say cichlid bite is, is on through the whole month of October. Um, and it's going to be weather dependent as we get into November and December. Um, they start to seek cover, you know, if they, they, they get down into the, the deeper rock crevices or the undercut banks. But um, the Guadalupe bass um, bite will go on and, you know, it'll go on into December, you know, as long as it's not snowing and, and, and the highs are, or every few days get back up in the sixties and seventies. Um, you bet the Guadalupe bass are, are definitely responding, but to answer your question, cichlids and guads in the month of October, you bet we can definitely make that happen for you. Well, that's awesome. And folks, you know, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. And if you send them to us, you can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook or Instagram or Twitter pages. If we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag and you'll get into a drawing for some cool stuff that Greg's going to put together from some of the brands that he reps at the end of the season. And, you know, Greg, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can book in fish with you? Well, sure, Marvin. Um, My website, so that's upstreamonthefly.com. And then over on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, and that's going to be upstream on the fly. Well, that's awesome. Well, listen, folks, we're getting ready to get into a really sweet spot for chasing bass in the Texas Hill Country. You owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Greg. Tight lines, Marvin. 